This is KZYX Philo, 90.7 FM, KZYZ Willits and Ukiah, 91.5 FM, and K201HR Fort Bragg, 88.1 FM. We also stream live at kzyx.org, Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, listener-supported community radio. Support for KZYX comes from our members and Ukiah Natural Foods Co-op in Ukiah. Open 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. every day with senior and vulnerable preferred hours 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Ukiah Natural Foods on the corner of Gobian State in downtown Ukiah. Welcome to the table. More info at ukiahcoop.com. Good morning, Mendocino County. It is election day at last, November 3rd, 2020. This is Alicia Bales kicking off our first hour of election coverage here on KZYXNZ this morning. This morning I'll have an extended interview with Mendocino County Registrar of Voters, Katrina Bartlemay, and an audio tour of the elections office where local ballots are being processed as we speak. Join us again at 3 o'clock today for reports from polling places across Mendocino County with KZYX News' own Sarah Reith and Lana Cohen, who give us an on-the-ground picture of how in-person voting is going locally today. Our live coverage of national election returns from NPR News starts this evening at 4 o'clock. NPR's coverage is scheduled to go through about 11 o'clock tonight, but it may extend into the early morning hours if needed. Your KZYX News team will be here along the way to bring you the latest Mendocino County returns as numbers become available starting at 8 o'clock tonight. And although everybody wants a definitive answer tonight about the presidential race, it is completely possible and even likely that we won't have a clear winner for days while states process early and mail-in ballots and election day votes. Patience is going to be key today, especially as Donald Trump and his supporters may follow through on their bluster to try to block ballot counting past midnight tonight. Some communities are organizing rallies tomorrow to call for every vote to be counted, which should not be a radical demand in the United States. Meanwhile, the election is happening on the ground in every state, county by county, precinct by precinct, presided over by thousands of tireless local election officials. Here in Mendocino County, our registrar of voters is Katrina Bartlemay. She and her team have been working six to seven days a week since October 5th when mail-in ballots were sent out to every registered voter in Mendocino County. This morning, we'll bring you an audio tour of the Mendocino County Elections Office, where all of our local ballots will be processed and counted over the course of the next few weeks. Katrina Bartlemay invited me into the counting rooms, introduced me to the crews opening the envelopes, and showed me how they verify the ballots. If you've ever wondered what happens to your ballot after you sign it and drop it in the drop box or the mailbox, stay tuned for a behind-the-scenes look at how Mendocino County counts our votes. The Mendocino County Elections Office is in the County Admin Center on Logap Road in Ukiah. Our tour starts off in the scanning room, where Katrina Bartlemy and Sue Ranachek sit at computer stations with stacks of ballots, running them through special ballot scanners. Piled behind them on a table are boxes of ballots sealed with pink tape, waiting to be scanned and uploaded. Before they come to the scanning room, these ballots have already gone through the process of having their envelope signatures verified, and then opened and sorted into precinct batches by election staffers. The scanners are new and have only been used once before in the March primary election. Katrina is excited about how the new system allows for much faster ballot processing, especially if there's some discrepancy on an individual ballot. We press scan there on the computer screen and here it goes. And look, it also comes up here. 
just exactly like a scanner. Yep, it is a scanner. It's a Canon scanner. <laughs> and so are each of these ballots then compared against a hand manual count? Eventually when we do our 1% manual tally, we will um, make sure that this is correct, you know, by, by doing that. But so far, knock on wood, we haven't been off. So you manually count 1% of all of these just to check? Yes. We make sure that we do a full ballot. Um, so if this precinct were within the, the random count or the random choice, we would count, we would manually count each one of these races on this ballot to make sure everything balance, balanced. So we would do three precincts. We have 250 precincts, actually consolidations, and we would do three of them, the full ballot. And then we would go back and any race that wasn't within those three, we would count one precinct within there. So that way we count each race at least one precinct. Wow. Okay, so you're making sure to check that the numbers that are going to be scanned are exactly accurate with the numbers that are on those paper ballots. Correct. Correct. So this is batch, this is heart batch ID 130. So we will print this. We view the report. I like to go to the back page just to double check that there was 47. I print the report. And what does that report say? It's just, um, it's uh, that each one, see the front and back of number 44 has been scanned, uh -huh. page one, page two. And it's just something that if we need it, we have it with the batch. Uh -huh. Mo more than likely we will not need it, but I'd rather have it and need it than not have it and need it. <laughs> it's, sort of like your, it's sort of like your bank statement. Yes, kind of. <laughs> it shows which, what, what, what the deposits were. Yeah. Okay, but it doesn't show any vote totals. No, this is not a vote total. After we're all done, right before, right at eight o'clock, we'll take, we'll put this in here. We'll put it in one of the um, the USB ports. This is a special USB that can only be used with the with these machines. We'll take it over to the count and we'll upload them there, and that's where we get the count. Okay, so. So you have this special USB yes. that is, how does this work? So it'll have all the perimeters outlined that this is the November 3rd statewide general election. So we'll plug it in, upload it, take it to the count machine, plug it in, get the results, and then print the reports. Okay, so this computer actually does have all the votes in it. Yes. But you can't access it until 8 o'clock on election night. Correct. You plug that that thumb drive in. Yes. It uploads to it, and then you take it over to the counting machine. Right. That so, has a big sign on it that says count. Yep, that's because we know, <laughs> so we wouldn't forget what it was. It used to be we had one computer that did all of it, but now, you know, with all the new special things, they like separate... So we have a data build. We built the ballot with that. We created the election. We put it on this thumb drive, and then we can plug it in and load the election on each one of the machines. And that's how we count. And is that for security? Yes. How does that ensure security of, this, of the election count? Because if you, took, if you took this, if you ran away with this. With the uh, thumb drive. With the thumb drive, you could not plug it into anything. Oh. It has to be plugged into one of these machines. It has to have the specific election already loaded on it, or you wouldn't be able to read it. And how about uh, these computers and 
their connection to the internet. They are not. Nothing in Nothing there is connected. Nothing in this room is connected to the internet. Okay, so you Except are Except maybe your phone. Uh, uh, yes, that's true. My phone is connected <laughs> to the internet. Oh, should I get it out of here? You're, you're not connected to the internet in here. Is it like a special skiff? Yeah. <laughs> but so, right. okay, so how many ballots, how are things going so far? Give us the sort of the tally. How many ballots have been received in Mendocino County? We've received over 30,000 ballots so far out of, we've, We've got right at 54,000 voters right now. So we've received thir over 30,000. I don't have an exact number. I won't know until later this afternoon. So that's well over 50%. And we've probably only been able to count maybe about 10,000 because we've been so overwhelmed with getting ballots, receiving ballots and making sure that we scan them in so everybody can get credit and know that their ballot was received. So, and what's that process when the ballots are received in the drop box? What do you guys do? So we bring them in and we count them and um, we batch them up and we, we keep track of, of how many we received. And then we um, scan them into the computer. We take the, and upload it into the computer so we can check signatures. We remove the privacy label so we can check the signatures, check the signatures. And then once that's all done, they go into the sorting room and they're sorted by precinct order. If there's a problem with someone's signature, whether or not they didn't sign it or it's just mismatched, we send out a letter. If it's mismatched, it comes to me and I'm the, the last um, okay on that. And so it's, it's an eyeball thing. You look at the signatures and you make a, a judgment based yes, on that. Yes. And you know, people's signature changes over time as we age, but the style stays the same. Where we have a problem is um, the new squiggly signatures, whereas they may have signed their ballot 20 or maybe even two years ago, you know, and their signature changed a little bit. So um, if we can't actually make sure that that's their signature, we will send them a letter. We will, um, if we have an email, we'll email them. If we have a phone number, we'll phone them. So we try as much as we can. If we don't hear back from them within a week, we do the whole thing all over again. So if they um, come in and they um, rectify their signature or cure their signature or send us something, then we put that rate on it and we okay it. And about how many of those are you getting percentage-wise? Um, we probably get... 20%. Oh, wow. That seems higher than this I This year, it's higher than it has been. You know, and we don't want, you know, we don't want you signed in your husband's ballot. So, you know, we'll send it back. Right, or, right, we right. don't send the ballot back. We send a letter. Uh -huh. But, you know, if people say that things are, are rejected, they're not rejected. The only time they're rejected is if there are two ballots in one envelope and we can't figure out who that second ballot is for. Uh -huh. That's the only time it gets rejected. Now, if the voter doesn't respond to one of our letters, it doesn't get counted. It's not rejected. It just doesn't get counted basically because of a technicality. But this year they have until November 20th to okay that. Okay, and so you said 20% of ballots are probably experiencing this sort of uh -huh. double check. Right, and not necessarily that we send letters out, that they come to me for verification. Oh, I see. So I would rather have it that way than them not be sure and okay it and it be wrong. Right, and so it, all in all, of those 20%, how many do you think don't get counted? Mm, do you want to walk with me? We'll yeah. look at them. Sure. 
This is Alicia Bales on an audio tour of the Mendocino County Elections Office with County Registrar of Voters, Katrina Bartlemay, this Election Day 2020. Katrina took me from the scanning room across the office to the Elections Office safe, where ballots with contested signatures are stored awaiting confirmation. From there, she showed me the sorting room, filled with trays of verified ballots still in envelopes, organized by precinct. Teams of election staff were set up around the office opening, tallying, and bundling these ballots to send back to Katrina to run through the scanner. Wow, so what's this room? This is our um, safe, and this is where we keep signatures not matching. So see, there's quite a few. Looks like it's about, what would you say, maybe 60? Maybe. 50 to 60. Uh And these are the ones that have no signature. And so, and they're usually in alphabetical order, but I just messed that up. So um, I'll hear about that. (laughs) So what, maybe 20? About? Give or take? Yeah, looks about. And these will be, every day we'll get, um, we'll get this back. And we'll, um, so something happened here. Oath of voter. So that was probably, that was an overseas one. So we're waiting on the oath to get here Ah. before we can count the ballot. And then, um, so see, they're just all right here. They received letters. We have to be able to quickly match it up when it comes in. Got it. Okay, so this is the safe. This is the high security ballot cave. (laughs) So here's our sorting room. And see, we've got, they're pretty well caught up, it looks like. We've got, let's see, one, two, three, four. We've got five teams opening today. Uh huh. And so, what is this sorting room? What's going on in here? So they once they approve the signatures, they come in here, and these are all the precincts, and um, so they're all ready to be opened. So these are are the precinct in precinct order, and when they pull them, they'll pull a whole batch, and they'll work a whole batch unless oh. there's a bunch. I see. Then so they'll... this is where you sort uh, the different. Packs, packets of ballots that you get from different sources. So from different sort, from the mail drop-off location, which is right off here, or the drop-off, or the Point Arena, Willits, Fort Bragg, and Boonville. So how these did, all get in here. And how did here. they get here from all those outlying areas? We have a runner that goes and gets them. That's a that's an employee, and they go and get them, and they count with the person that's there. They verify their count. They bring them in. We um, count them again, and we um, we uh, check the signatures, everything all over again. And then they go into these cr- Then these they go crates. into here, yeah. So this is a conditional voter registration. So this one was approved, so this one's ready to count. This is the same-day registration. So they have to fill out the, the front of the envelope and a new voter registration card. We find out with their address what precinct they would be in. We give them a ballot. We put it in here, and then... The, um, the girls will scan in the voter registrations and, and register them, and then we look at this and make sure it's okay. And as long as they haven't already voted in another county, we count it. So that's what these are. These are all ballots. This is an overseas ballot. Cool. Okay, and then you, you said you had five teams of, of openers. Yeah. They come in here. Are they each assigned their own precincts, or how no. does that work? No, what they do is they'll work a whole um, tray, a whole mail tray at a time. So when they're finished with that one, they'll bring it back in and put it in numerical order and grab another tray. Got it. And how many people are on each opening team? Two. Two people. And they're all around the building today? They are. Okay, working around the clock. I wish, but oh. they're... <laughs> 
<laughs> they get to sleep and they get to eat. Yeah, we get to. We've been working six to seven days a week, so you know they wow. need they need a little bit of. Today we're only working till three. Some of them came in at eight, so they'll get off at two. Right. But um, you know we have to keep a dent in this, and we want to process as many of these and count them as many of these as we can before election night. And you said as of Saturday, 10,000 are probably totally processed. Yes, I think so. Okay, I think that's a rough estimate. And we've got about, what did you say, 30,000 in? Wow, amazing. So you got your work cut out for we you. We do, we do. This is Alicia Bales. We're on an audio tour of the Mendocino County Office of Elections with Registrar of Voters, Katrina Bartlemy. Next, she introduced me to a team of openers, Raphael and Nathan, who are sitting across from each other with a plexiglass divider between them, wearing masks, opening stacks of returned ballot envelopes. So you're opening the ballots here. They're opening and they're looking at them to make sure that um, it'll go through the scanner. So see, somebody didn't remove their, their top. Uh-huh. So they'll, take, they'll fold it back and forth and they'll remove that, trying not to tear it. So it doesn't have one of those hanging chads. Right. And then they do this the cool. whole time. And what they're looking at is they're looking at, well, they're looking for any write-ins that there might be. They're looking for anything that might obstruct the barcode, see, on both sides. Uh-huh. And then they're going on. And then these get turned into those packets that then you run that through the we scanner. Right. right. Cool. And these are both assessor employees. I've warned them from the very start that they're going to be election gurus by the time they're done. <laughs> How long have you guys been doing this today? today? Yeah. Uh, we came in at nine. And they so, worked last weekend. Yeah. Um, Raphael didn't work last no, weekend. We had somebody else, but he out. was available this weekend. Do you have special like stretches and exercises that you do to keep your legs from falling asleep? I actually, <laughs> I actually <laughs> normally stand up when I'm doing this. Yeah, yeah. he does. He, Nathan does that. Wow. Thank you for your sacrifice for democracy. <laughs> All right. So, so let's go and I'll show you how to adjudicate. Okay. After showing me the sorting room and the teams of ballot openers, Katrina returned to the scanning room to show me how ballots get adjudicated. Sometimes voters will fill out too many options or not enough. It's up to the registrar to figure out the voters' intent and make sure their votes are counted. In the past, these kinds of ballots had to be looked at by hand, and then a new corrected ballot had to be made to run through the scanner. The new faster system lets Katrina see the ballot and approve it right on the computer screen. So we've got here, we've got the voter intent issues, and we're going to look at overvotes. And they come up here. So the 10th ballot in one of these was an overvote. In batch 126, ballot 10. Oh, look at that. So we'd go right here, and we'd look at this. Look, see, one person put their... There's like a little blob in in one of the boxes, and then a fully filled-in box. Yep. So for yes, it says blob, and for no, it says fully filled in. Yeah, and don't you, I mean, can you see the intent there? They um, didn't want to vote for this. Yeah, they absolutely. wanted to vote for that, right? Yeah, totally. So we just go to the next unresolved. We're finished with overvotes, and we click out of here. So it just had like a smudge. Yeah. that You know, they may have tried to erase it or something. Right. But it was really clear that they fill, it was fully very filled clear. in the, the other bubble. Yeah. And if it's not clear, we pull the ballot out and we look at it and we, you know, like Sue and I would compare it or Skylar and I would compare it and see what they think. And um, we would make a judgment call on that. So now we'll look at the write-ins, voted write-ins, within the same batch mm-hmm. 126. Yeah. 
And there's no, there's none. Okay, so we so that wasn't one of the issues. Correct. It'll be the undervotes because that's what it is every single time. And undervotes means people didn't fill it in. Didn't fill in enough or, you know, because there are a couple races that they would vote for three or vote for two and oh, maybe they only voted for one. So we those ballots get those votes get counted though even if th if they were supposed to vote for three but they only wanted two th yep those votes get yep. counted. As long as you have it, so look at that. Look wow, at how many. A ton. Yeah. So we'll look at a couple and then we'll okay them. So look here. See, they only voted for this candidate, right? And right. they could have voted for two. So we accept it, and we go on. So they didn't vote for anybody there. We accept it, and go on. And a lot of people were finding, you know, just want to vote for president or just want to right. vote for city council. Yeah, these, so you're actually looking at the segment of the ballot with the issue. Yep. And this has saved us so much time because we, after they were opened, they would have to go to another station and to see if any of them um, had to be remade because maybe if there were two, somebody voted for two, the overvotes, that would have to be remade. If we could see oh. what their intent was, it would have to be remade before we could run it through our scanners. Whereas now, we can just, as long as we can see the intent, we're fine. And this system is all new for this election? It was new for the last for, election. For the spring, for the primary. So then because we've, we're pretty sure. And all of this, sure. it remains completely anonymous. Yep. Oh, we don't know. I mean, maybe this is your ballot. I don't know. I was wondering about that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not vote for things? <laughs> just one, just one thing. I couldn't figure out one of the propositions and I thought, eh. Yeah, if you're not sure, don't vote for it. Yeah. It's fine. Whoops, I better So you have to right, go though. through each one. We don't, we can go through each one or we can just do this and see, we've already gone through those. And so it's right there, needs adjudication. Mm -hmm. And we just say, accept the batches yeah. and say, okay. And then I always clear this, go back to my batch and make, sh I just, I'm a double checker. So Probably they're all clear. a good treat to have <laughs> in this job. <laughs> Yeah, so isn't that cool? It's, so then yeah. we go on to the next batch. My next batch is 128. Overvotes. We Just have one. one. Double click on it. And oh, look. interesting. So look, isn't that cool? Oh, they look, wanted they that one. they crossed out the one they didn't want. Yep. And they circled the one they did want. And you can fix it right there. Yeah. How interesting. Isn't that cool? Oh, this might be another one. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. So that I guess with the, trickier, huh? I think because they initialed it, which they're not supposed to really do, I think it would be a yes. Uh-huh. It would have been better if they had circled the yes, but with the initial. That's so annoying when you accidentally make a mistake on your ballot and you try to fix it. Yeah. So, but with this new system, it turns out you can actually. We can. We those. tell people, you know, if, if that's the mistake you made, don't worry about it. We can make it right. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, I think so. It is a little slow at times, but you know, you're looking at everybody's ballot and you want to make sure that they get to vote the way that they want to vote. So we didn't have any write-ins. I was really hoping to see a write-in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we only, so this is our list of qualified write-ins. So we have one, two, three, four, five for president, and we have one for the city of Point Arena, um, city council oh, member. I didn't realize you had to qualify to be a write-in. Oh, yeah. 
you have to fill out the paperwork and you don't have to pay the money, but you have to fill out the paperwork and get some signatures and then you can be. So the, the state or the feds, because this is a federal race, they would have um, approved those to be qualified. And then um, we approved by signatures for Mr. Dahlhoff to be a qualified writer. He's writing for a city council member? Yes, in oh, Point Arena. Right in candidate. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. No so idea. we'll add another filter for undervotes. We'll look at a couple. Look at that. Oh, wow. They didn't vote for any of the national. Look at this. Just president. Wow. So we'll accept that. We'll go on. We'll accept that. They just had one vote they wanted to cast, and that was it. And I would imagine that the back is the same way, but you never can tell. They voted for president only. Yep. Yep. We won't spill the beans on who they yeah, no. for. Look at that. Nothing over nope, here. Nothing else. None of so the propositions. So I'm pretty sure that that's all that that is. And it's totally fine to leave things empty on a ballot. Yep. It's totally fine. And Sue is over there doing the same thing. Doing exactly the same thing. We've spent many nights in this. <laughs> yeah. Well, and of course, the next question is how long is this going to take to get them all done? Well, you know, because um, people have um, 17 days if their ballot is postmarked by Election Day, um, they've, the governor's given them 17 days for us to, to um, get them, to receive them. And um, because of that, we won't be able to certify until after November 20th. Mm -hmm. So probably the beginning of the week, just to make sure everything's in and, and is right, that we'll, um, we'll do that. So hopefully the week of Thanksgiving, which is normally when we certify anyway, um, we'll be able to go. And I have a horse show the next weekend, so I'm really hoping it gets done. So you have a <laughs> deadline, a personal deadline to get it all done, cleaned out, finished. Well, and of course, everybody else is also oh, yeah. on the edge of their seats. Plus, um, we need a vacation. I bet. How long have you been doing this? Um, well, we've been working about six days a week since the ballots were, um, were mailed out. So October 5th, so that first weekend, we worked six days. We have worked seven days last weekend, two weeks ago, last weekend, and this weekend we'll work seven days. This is Alicia Bales, and you're listening to a conversation with Mendocino County Registrar of Voters, Katrina Bartlemé. I visited her this weekend at the elections office on Low Gap Road in Ukiah, where her crew is hard at work processing ballots for today's election. So I have heard that, um, that precincts across the country have been getting lots and lots of poll worker volunteers. Have you had that experience here? Well, we, um, we always have a problem getting poll workers, um, because, especially with this pandemic. You know, people are scared. They don't know exactly what's going to be. We don't know what's going to happen. So you didn't get the surge of poll worker volunteers? No, we have had quite a bit of people calling in and we thank them. And um, so they're on a, maybe they were put in or they're at least on a standby list. We've already had a few people call this morning and cancel last night and this morning. So we're trying to find replacements for those. And, um, you know, ultimately we'll do the best we can. And so, okay, so that's what I really want to tell people about. Um, for those people who have waited until election day to vote... What can people expect? How do people vote on election day? So on election day, you're more than welcome to drop off your ballot either at a polling place and all the polling places were listed within your ballot and your sample ballot. 
or you can drop them off at our at our drop-off locations we're listed the same way as well if you want to vote in person there's a couple ways you can do that you can take the ballot you received in the mail and your envelope into the polling place and vote it at a voting at a voting booth and then hand it to the worker or you can surrender your ballot in your envelope and you if, as long as you're a normal poll voter then you can sign the roster and get a, um, a regular ballot. If you don't have that ballot and envelope to surrender, you're gonna vote a provisional ballot. Oh, so they have to turn in the ballot that they received in the mail in yes. order to vote on election day. To vote a poll ballot, yes. So we're just really one of the suggestions that we came up with during our poll worker training this last week was if somebody comes in because they're gonna get the same exact ballot from the poll worker that they have in their hand. So we're just gonna say, would you like to go to a voting booth and vote that and bring it all back to me? And then they would put it with the regular absentees. And just seal it up and hand it over? Yes. So, so yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I think that that's, that's a good thing. You know, we hope to have extra workers so people can greet them and offer them um, hand sanitizers and a mask if they forgot their mask. Um, we have, and a voting pen, a regular pen, or we'll say, do you have a pen? Would you like to use your own pen? I prefer using my own pen. I mean, I have them all over now. <laughs> and um, so we're trying to make it as safe for the people visiting, you know, the, um, the polling location and as safe for our voters or our workers as possible. Okay, so people will be coming inside to vote then in the polling places? Yes. And how many do you expect? Do you expect a lot of voting on Election Day? Um, well, with receiving over 30,000, we're hoping we don't get a lot. You know, we're hoping that people turn in their ballots like they normally would. Um, we're hoping that they've already voted or that they're going to turn it in. So because of the executive order from the governor, you know, everyone was mailed a ballot. So if they didn't get that ballot and they haven't already called our office for a replacement last week, then we expect them to come in. And those, they'll be handled exactly the same way as, as any other time. So for people who maybe didn't receive a ballot and can't surrender a ballot to you, will you that'll be a provisional ballot then? Yes, it will. And if people aren't registered, if you forgot, you know, and didn't register, um, to vote and you're not registered in Mendocino County, you can register at a polling place or at our office and vote a ballot. And we will put it in a provisional conditional envelope. But the only reason for that is to make sure that you haven't voted somewhere else. So, and we process those late last, but we do process them. How do you figure out if someone's voted someplace else? If we put them in, so we'll, we have our ballot and we'll, we'll register them and everything else and we'll put them into the system. And if we try to check to, um, to receive their ballot, we'll come up with a red light saying that there's needs further investigation and they may have already voted. Does it tell you what county they may have voted in or how does it, what, what's the database there? You know, we really have only received a few of those. So what we can do is we back out of that and um, we can go in and do a statewide um, search and we can find out where they're registered. 
Got it. Okay. And then I know there's a really cool system for tracking your ballot so that you can find out if your ballot has been accepted and counted. Um, and so will that also be true for election day votes? And how can people find that out? Um, that's a good question. Um, it will, as long as they do their, um, their ballot, their, you know, their absentee ballot or whatever. Once we scan it in and approve the signature, then that will go up to ballot tracks. We have noticed that there's, there can be a day or two delay um, once it happens. Ballot track, this is the first time we've used ballot track, and we're so rural. I just live five miles south of town, and it didn't work the way it was supposed to at my house. So we're so rural that, you know, it takes a little bit. We also have on our website the same basic thing that is just for us local, and you don't have to worry about the statewide. Right, and how do you find that on, on the Mendocino County website? Well, that wonderful website. Oh, I think at the top right now on the, on the home page, up at the top there's an orange or a red um, ribbon, and I think it will say absentee status. You check on that, you follow the directions, and it'll tell you if it, we've received it and if it was challenged in any way. And challenged would be no signature, mismatched signature. Things like that. How long do people have to um, get those things taken care of after election day? Um, I think it goes through the 17 okay. days. So we have some time. So, okay, so if you go to the election check on the Mendocino County website and find out that your ballot has not been accepted for some reason, you can resolve that up to 17 days after, so if until November 20th. If we received it, as long as it was postmarked on election day, and it's going to probably, you know, if we get a bunch of ballots in, it may take us a day or two to scan all those in. So, and you can also call the office and see if we've got it, and we'll find it, and if there's a problem, and let you know. What's that number? Exam day. 2346819. Okay. 707-2346819. Correct. Okay, cool. Um, all right, now the, the, the real pesky question. Okay. Um, how long do we ha have to expect returns? You mean when will we post returns? Yeah, so we're going to post, I guess you're going to post returns in waves, right? So, right. so we, oh, I see, I'm sorry. Um, so right after 8 o'clock, we'll put our first, so everything that we're doing here, all the counts that we're doing here, all the scanning, that will be posted to the website right after 8 o'clock. We can't upload those by law until 8 p.m. And then as the polling places come in, if they have any actual poll ballots, We'll scan them in, and we upload every two hours after that. So we have to upload by law to the state or for the state and report those numbers for the state every two hours. So once all the polling places are in, then we'll upload our last one, and we'll do a final election night report. And then the next morning we come in and we start sorting absentee ballots that we've received. We just start all over. Okay, so on election night... I, I imagine we'll be in the wee hours at this point, but we will get all of the account uh, of all of the ballots that have come in early plus election day ballots. Is that right? Right. And is that possible because of these fancy new machines that you so have? So we won't have everything counted. You know, of course, what we receive on election day, we're not going to get in here. So there, it'll probably be through, um, with the looks of these, it'll probably be through Friday 
processing that we'll have, maybe Thursday. But, you know, we've got a lot of things to process. And then um, we will update those probably, oh, Tuesday, probably the following week, I'll do another update. And if we're still counting ballots, I'll continue once a week or twice a week, depending on how we're processing um, until we do that. So I would guess then from what you've shown me and told me that we'll probably have about half of the ballots reported on election night. Is that about accurate, do you think? Probably close. Uh -huh. Probably close. We're hoping for that. Yeah. Oh, so that would, be, that would be great. So 54,000 ballots. Right now you've processed 10,000 of the 34 that have come in. Right. Uh, and then now between now and election day, including election day, you'll be continuing that process of running them through the scanner and uh, doing all of the... Right. The adjudications are approving the underwrites and the overwrites and the write-ins and all of that. And then that's basically your life for the next that's, three weeks. Yeah, that's my life. <laughs> on election day, more than likely, I will be on the phones all day. We probably won't have anybody in here because we will be busy. Inevitably, the, um, the poll worker kits may not have something in them. So we run around. We make sure the poll workers have enough stuff. We, um, we have runners um, that are stationed in different parts of the county. They help the poll workers keep everything staffed and and supplied, I guess. So it's it's busy around you're, here. You're it's hosting chaotic. a you're hosting a voting party. You're yes. hosting the actual human beings who are trying to get their ballots in on election day. Right, right. And so for the final final numbers, we can expect the the other half of the ballots by uh, November twentieth. We hope the other half comes. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. My my vision here is of a hundred percent voting. Oh, <laughs> but you know, Mendocino County usually has a higher rate of returns than the state does. Our absentee ballots usually are between seventy and eighty percent, but then our poll ballots bring that average down. So this time, because you know this election is on the top of everyone's thoughts, good or bad, you know, it's on the top, and everybody. Um, everybody is um, at heightened alert, basically. So we're expecting more. We're hoping, you know, it wouldn't it be great if we had 75% turnout overall? It would be. It yeah. would really, it would be an amazing show of democracy here yeah. in Mendocino County. So between times, we've got a lot of things that we have to do. We do, we double check um, everything that we released on election night. So that's when we do our 1% manual tally. That's when we have to prove the numbers from the polling places. So we take each roster and they are supposed to write on there. But if they can't balance, we want them here as soon as possible. We'll balance for them. So all of their stuff is in specific envelopes. And we will basically take it back down and count everything and make sure that they, you know, they have 35 signatures in their roster and they have 35 ballots. So we look into everything. However many provisionals they had to do, we count those, and um, we just have to double check everything. And that's what we call our canvas. Plus, we count whatever we haven't processed through here. So once we get everything counted, I mean, everything sorted and signatures checked and opened, we'll have teams um, doing all that again, and then we'll be in here. We'll do the stuff we have to do out there, like Skylar and I might. Sue and another employee may be in here counting while we're doing it. 
And so have you noticed, you've been working in this office, not as the registrar of voters, that's that's new since yeah. 2018. Yeah, 2018. Um, but you've been in this office for a long time. So have you noticed anything different about this year? We have a lot more worried people because there's so much on media of rejected ballots. We don't, re California doesn't reject ballots. I mean, we have our certain guidelines and they're very strict, but we have guidelines that we go by and we don't reject ballots. The only ballot, as I said before, that's rejected is if there's two ballots in one envelope. Now, if there's two ballots and a folded envelope and inside an envelope, we can count those because there's two and two, right? But if there's two ballots in one envelope, we have to reject that because we don't know which is which, who the other ones is, and stuff like that. Otherwise, we don't reject ballots. Our job is to count votes, and that's what we do. We try everything we can to get your vote counted. That seems like a good thing to do. <laughs> I mean, isn't that the point? It's a very messy system, but for all of the different ways that you can do it, the point is to make sure people's votes are counted. Right. We do not want to deny anyone the right to vote. This is Alicia Bales with you on the morning of Election Day 2020. On Saturday, I went to the Mendocino County Office of Elections, where Registrar Katrina Bartlemay showed me around and answered my many questions about what to expect on Election Day and its aftermath. You can still vote today in person at any of the county's polling places, or you can fill out your mail-in ballot and drop it off. Polls and drop boxes both close tonight at 8 p.m. Katrina mentioned that her office mailed out 54,000 ballots to Mendocino County voters. As of Saturday, over 30,000 of those had been returned, well over 50% of registered voters. So far, the county has been able to process 10,000 of those ballots. They will post their first totals at 8 o'clock tonight at Mendocino County's website and then continue to update the numbers every two hours until all precincts have reported. After that, they'll post updates one or two times a week until it's done. The final count will be completed and certified by November 20th. If you submitted your mail-in ballot, you can check that it's been received, accepted, and counted at Mendocino County's website or at CaliforniaBallotTracks.net. The post office has been in the news throughout this election as the Trump administration has attempted to slow down mail delivery in the U.S. While so many people are voting by mail to avoid the coronavirus, I asked Katrina if there had been any problems with the post office here locally. Well, our local postal service has been wonderful. Um, they, we had a problem getting our ballots in um, early because we like to you know, start out bright and early every day. So we called the postmaster and she okayed us to come and get them. The county has a new mail system that works fine normally, but for getting our ballots every single day, it was a little slow. So we called them and asked them if we could come and pick up the ballots. And there's one of three of us, Skylar, me or Sue that go and pick up the ballots. So every morning at nine o'clock, we go down, we pick up the ballots, we bring them back and we start processing them. How many of the ballots this year have come in through the mail versus the drop boxes? Actually more. Um, the last time I looked, it was, it was more than, come, that, than comes in through the drop boxes. Our drop boxes are wonderful. And you know, being up here in rural Mendocino County, we don't have the problems that LA County has or Orange County has, you know, our people, I think overall, knock on wood, you know, they just want their votes counted. They want, they like the paper ballots. They want to have their votes counted. So I think they're all pretty respectable. You know, we always have, 
somebody. Somebody had, had stolen a few ballots out of mailboxes in Fort Bragg, and um, they were found by a citizen. They called the sheriff's department. The sheriff's department took them um, into um, the post office, and they were able to be delivered. And um, whether or not the, some people didn't get them, we, you know, we don't know. That's, that's beyond our realm. But, you know, they've been real good working with us and, and helping us out. And so, you know, I think other than our mail being slow, and maybe that's because of no automation, I don't know. But I think that they work hard to get us our ballots and to send them back and everything else. So, so and we've heard national news about the post office, USPS, having na national slowdowns because of shenanigans for, what, for whatever reason. But how, what have you seen in Mendocino County? Has that been an issue? You know, I have seen to where, you know, we mailed our ballots out on October 5th. And we told voters that if they hadn't gotten it by the 15th to call us. So I noticed when um, when I'm checking that because I have the final admin check on them. And we'll get, we'll, we'll have issued a second ballot. And nine times out of ten, the first ballot that they never received is the one they return voted. So we're able to fix that through admin stuff in our system. So I think, you know, we issued a ballot on October 16th, so that second ballot, but then we get the first ballot back. So to me, that sounds like they didn't get it by the time they ordered it, and then but they then did. it showed up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so that's fine. We don't care. Whenever we issue another ballot, so we suspend is what we call it. We cancel one ballot and issue another one. So it automatically is suspended. So normally no one can vote that Sec that first ballot. But when they return the first ballot, what we do is we go through and make sure that second ballot wasn't counted and we suspend that and we unsuspend or activate the first one so that one can be voted. Wow. Yeah. You're trying to accommodate people. It's a lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> really serious. It's so much detail work. Yeah. So, um, but do people mail in their ballots on election day? Will it still be counted? Yes. As long as we receive it within 17 days and it's postmarked. It has to be postmarked. Okay, but would you advise that or do you think it's safer to just drop it in a Dropbox? I think it's safer to drop it in the Dropbox. Cool. The Dropboxes will be open till 8 o'clock. So, oh. so if your post office closes at 4 or 5, you don't want to mail it after that, right? Because it's not going to get postmarked. So you take it, if you can, you know, to a, a Dropbox or to a um, polling place. And most of them will, ha the multi-precinct ones will have extra um, ballot boxes for people to put their absentees in. Good. Okay. So people have until 8 o'clock on election night tonight to, um, to, get, their <laughs> to get their ballot in. Uh, so, but after 8 o'clock, nobody's going to be checking the, the drop boxes. They will be, the ones that we can lock will be locked. The, um, the ones at the city, they, I don't think, can be locked. But there will be two people the same as every other time, getting those ballots at 8 o'clock. So that means there's two people that have verified that there's no other ballots in there. And if we get them after 8 o'clock, they'll be marked late when they get here. And counted or not counted? No. Not counted. Okay. Well, that's good. Get your ballot in by <laughs> 8 o'clock, everybody. <laughs> yeah. This is Alicia Bales with an Election Day special conversation with Mendocino County Registrar of Voters, Katrina Bartlemay.
Katrina took me on a tour of the county elections office on Saturday to let KZYX listeners have a look behind the scenes of the efforts to track, sort, and process all of Mendocino County's votes in today's historic election. Um, okay, last but not least, is there anything else you want Mendocino County voters to know on this historic election day? So when you go to a polling place, electioneering is not allowed within 100 feet of the polling place. So within either door. And with this election, we'll have an entrance door and an exit door. So that means that you cannot have any campaign um, literature. You can't have a button. You can't have a, a shirt or a mask or, you know, whatever that has the likeliness or the candidate's name on it. So you will ask to be to take it off or to if it's a shirt, turn it inside out and um, to remove the, you know, wear the mask inside out, remove the hat, whatever. Because, and that's a law. That's not us. That's a law. There is no electioneering within 100 feet of a polling place. If we have observers there, they're more than welcome to observe what's going on, but they can't interfere. So and we welcome observers. We don't want you there all day because we're only allowed 25% of the capacity of that building. So we may have to ask you, you know, step outside so a voter can come in. So that's also part of the patience, but that observer can't interfere. They can ask the inspector questions so they don't interfere with the workers. And then if they have questions of the voters, they can do an exit poll outside, but they can't do it inside. And that goes for press as well? Yeah. Yes. So if people are super enthusiastic about their candidate, they should leave the candidate shirts. Don't wear your candidate garb. Just be totally neutral. Yes. Yes. Okay, one other thing. To have patience. Because I think with this election, more than anything, we, we may have lines. So... Because of COVID and our social distancing, you know, there's not going to be 40 people allowed in a polling place at one time. So please have, um, we had an incident out yesterday where one of our extra help people actually ended up crying because the man was cussing at her and, you know, that didn't need to happen. But, you know, just have patience because we're doing the best we can. We want you to vote and um, just have patience with us. Cool. Thank you. Wow, I got a whole tour. I know. Amazing. This has been a conversation with Mendocino County Registrar of Voters, Katrina Bartlemy. You can follow local election returns at the elections page of the Mendocino County website, where the first vote totals will be posted tonight at 8 o'clock. Join us here at KZYX for more local election coverage today at 3 o'clock, when KZYX News' Sarah Reith and Lana Cohen will call in from polling places around the county. NPR's special national coverage begins today at 4 o'clock as the first polls start to close across the country. That reporting will last late into the night tonight, and we'll be here with you bringing you the local returns as they become available and keeping you up to date on the latest. Stay tuned now for Loose Cannon Classics with Susan Jewell. I'm Alicia Bales. Thanks so much for listening. And if you haven't already done it, vote. Sheetless KKK
Started out as a whisper, turned into a scream, made a beautiful noise. Shoulder to shoulder, marching in the street. When you're all alone, it's a quiet break. But when you're band together, it's a choir of thunder and rain. Now we have a choice, cause I have a voice. I'm not living to die. Don't stand in a wasteland, look at me in the eye. Stop living a lie and stand up next to me. You gotta put one foot in front of the other with a hand in a hand, holding on to each other. Go on and rejoice, cause you have a voice. It is loud, it is clear. You're stronger. Sisters to the violence of my brother We can, we can rage against the river Feel the pain of another I have a voice I have a voice And I let it speak for the ones who aren't yet really free It's killing me No one is saying what we need to hear I will not let silence win Now when I see all the pain there's no other choice Cause I have a voice It is loud, it is clear It's stronger than your fear It's believing you belong It's for calling out the wrong From the mouths of our mothers To the lips of our daughters We can, we can dream Like our brothers speaking loud Like our fathers We can To a scream, made a beautiful noise Shoulder to shoulder, marching in the street When you're all alone, it's a quiet break But when we stand together, it's a choir of thunder and rain Now we have a choice, cause I have a voice Now we have a choice, cause I have a voice Now we have a choice I have a